0: All right, so which uh, three countries will represent Africa at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games? We were chatting to Desirealis last week when they as Banyana Banyana bombed out. But then the SA national under-23 team, I call them the amat team, whatever you want to call them, but they are the SA under-23s. Having marched on to Zimbabwe, If you remember the first leg, 5-0 it was, Uh, but we can tell you. Yay, the result is out. David Notwane is the coach of the national under-23 team, joining me live from Zim, uh, from Ebulawayo. Coach, good evening.
1: Good evening, Mr. Marawa, and uh, good evening to the listeners of uh, the show.
0: You sound like you're just here in 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 the corridor. This line is so clear, wow.
1: Yeah, well, Robert, uh, we're living in modern times, so I guess technology is also, you know, uh, reaches this side of the world. Uh, But, yeah, good uh, that uh, you can hear me clearly. And, of course, uh, welcome back to you. Uh, Happy to to, to hear that uh, you've overcome the health challenges you had, and uh, we thank God uh, for saving you.
0: Thank you so much, uh, David. I really, really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate your words. And uh, at the same time, let me appreciate you as a coach, Uh, because you've just steered the National Under-23s to an aggregate 5-0 victory uh, in the final round of qualifiers to book yourselves a place in the eight-time competition. And congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Marawa.
0: How was the game?
1: Yeah, the game, Robert, Look, uh, was a difficult game, obviously playing away from home. You know, we came in... uh, Mesh day minus one, uh, adaptation to the conditions, the field wasn't that bad, though a bit heavy. And of course, uh, we came in there knowing what we needed to do, manage the game, because we really put a lot of preparation and effort in the first leg to make sure we come this side uh, just having to to, to finish the the, the business. So um, uh, Zimbabwe really pushed us, you know, and we're able to absorb them, we're able to sniff them out in in terms of the chances uh, they tried to create and, uh, 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 you know, clean sheet is testimony to good defensive work we've put in and uh, I said to the boys, we probably created, you know, the best chance of the game uh, with uh, gift Links coming uh, through 1v1 with the keeper, but uh, he lost sight of the keeper and the ball was uh, covered. So, overall, very professional performance from the boys, good tactical game uh i'm happy that the boys uh, responded very well to how to manage the game in this kind of situation so uh drawing experience of course you know uh, uh, uh from uh, house and downs approaches away and home games on the continent so i'm very very happy that uh, we achieved our stage 1 objective
0: Is that how coach David Nottone would have wanted the game to be managed? I know that you're a very, very tactical uh, coach, and especially when it comes to these away games, uh, you've had a reputation of ensuring that, yeah, sure, winning games is about scoring, but then you've also got to make sure that you keep things pretty uh, tight and pretty clear when it comes to your final third defensively.
1: Yeah, look, uh, uh, we made six changes, uh, uh, Robert, you know, given the the, the 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 context of the tie we had on Friday, mm. the travel logistics, and also trying to collect more information and playing opportunities uh, for, for, for the squad that we brought here, so that when we go to AFCON, we more or less know who can give us what under what conditions. And on that note, you know, we did very well, really, to, of course, uh, 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 as I said, you know, tactically manage the game, not open ourselves, but not also play... Uh, too defensive, we were able you know to to hold on to the ball. we could determine when to go and create chances and uh, uh, but you know, I said to the boys that let 's not be silly and try to open ourselves up because uh, Zimbabwe uh, on transition uh, could cause you problems because they push four today they push up to five guys high up and looking to come out with a long pass so good response from the boys and congratulations of course are in order for them, also from a tactical point that they were able to respond to the demands of the game and the tactical challenges we put before them. And of course, uh, qualifying South Africa uh, uh, to the uh, Egypt tournament, Afghan uh, tournament in Egypt, and one is very, very happy for them and uh, the process. It's very much on track, and we are happy to have made South Africa proud.
0: Yeah, before I get moment. to what's what's going to be happening in November at Afcon in Egypt, which is a, a massive milestone for South Africa, and also a massive milestone for you as well, uh, Mr. Nodwan, as a, as a, uh, the head coach of the under 23s. If if I remember when you played that game last week, Friday. Um, you had a goal in the first 20 minutes when Lyle Foster scored then. What was the temptation to try and do something like that, catch them on a sucker punch and then try and play a more defensive game?
1: No, no. What, what happened, Robert, is, uh, uh, you know, based on the information that I got, you know, uh, from the foot soldiers mm-hmm. that went to watch the game between Zimbabwe and uh, Mozambique, uh, I already anticipated that they would come in, want to have an early, you know, goal and then uh, play with the reinforced defense. So, uh, and our strategy was to be really offensive and uh, really kill the tie. So, uh, you know, and 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 on the basis of the first chance, really of the match on Friday, went to Zimbabwe with a free header inside the box and a brilliant save from Mondli. And I, you know, I remind the boys to say that. Uh, if they had scored, you know, one wonders how the, the, the tie would have panned out, because then it would have afforded them the opportunity to really tighten the defense and make life difficult for us. But throughout the week, we worked on uh, how to break down, you know, reinforced defenses. And uh, you look at the kind of goals we scored, you know, um, wing penetration, ball coming into the box, Mello finishes, you know, coming with a hard run inside. And then uh, there were long-range shooting, You know, and uh, again, individual brilliance of uh, Luda Singh in one-v-one situation, wide on the wing, cutting inside to take a shot. And a combination play goal uh, that Lyle Foster finished. So these are all the elements from a tactical preparation point that came through in that match. And uh, one says kudos to the boys because really all the elements we put in place to try to break down the tight uh, uh, Zimbabwe mm-hmm. defence, really came out on that Friday game. And the score was a reflection of our tactical preparation, to be honest.
0: And I was going to say, just as you're describing it, you know, you talk about that brace by Luther Singh. You talk about how Kori Sang managed to score, whether it was Debo Mkwenda, whether it was Lyle Foster. But it was also just the assist play. I just I just found that 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 that, that assist that Usi played for yeah. Foster... Yeah. For, you know, for me, that just showed, number one, unselfish play, but it also just showed football intelligence at its best.
1: Yes, that's, that's the key element that we are trying to put into the team in terms of the values that uh, the team is comes first. You know, the individuals will shine inside the team. So we're not saying individuals shouldn't shine, but they they should shine in, in inside the context of how the team tactically wants to play and approach games. And I think... Uh, uh, it was a, a, an almost you know, perfect performance from the boys, and I think the boys were very, very motivated to make sure that uh, we don't slip up and we don't give Zimbabwe a chance coming into the second leg to give us problems. So very professional, very talented bunch of boys, and uh, important for us, uh, Robert, from a technical uh, uh, point of view, you know, Coach Kopo, Coach Wendell was with us. Coach Lucky is now with us. Uh, you know the physios, uh, the physical trainers, Boomatron, when the rest of the other guys. You know the message is common that uh, the collective is more important. You know, uh, and the, let the individual shine inside the group. And we really, really uh, push the boys to, to 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 recognize the importance of of the tie, the importance of us going to uh, 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 Egypt, of course. And uh, we set ourselves the dream of going to the Olympics, and they responded very, very, very well.
0: Sure, that is beautiful. I mean, you you make mention of your dream team, technical team. You know, you talk about guys like Juan Elecopo, um, and, you know, maybe underrated in so many different circles. From the time one knew of him at Wits University, up until he moved across to Supersport United, one has always just found that his football brain is something to marvel at. And, and him, you know, uniting with you, coach, can only augur well for a team because when you find guys like Foster who have the physique to finish in the box, but then you find that in your first leg, he was then able to provide as well assists. If, if I'm not mistaken, he, re, he released about, what, two assists yeah. on the night for goals to be scored from that. How does that make you feel, knowing that you've got such multifaceted, versatile players who could produce both in terms of assists and in terms of scoring?
1: Yeah, it's very, very important. You know, uh, look, Robert, we are products of the South African Football Association Coach Education, and proudly so, you know. And uh, uh, some of us don't have the EU passport to go to Europe, but we're working on it, Robert. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, to get the UEFA licenses, we are working on it. Uh, but we also want to show that South African uh, Coach Education Department can produce coaches that can hold their own on a global stage. And that, that's our ambition and mission also as coaches. You know, the coaches you mentioned, Coach Koppel, very knowledgeable. But for me, important in, in that aspect was to also look at the, the group of players we have. This is the generation of safa's Vision 2022 from 2014. You know, uh, these players have graduated to the under-20, and I was with Coach Tavos in you know, where, you know uh, we qualified for Korsafa, we qualified for AFCON, we qualified for the World Cup. Yes, personally, I couldn't make uh, uh, some of the tournaments due to my club commitments. But all this is a culmination, uh, uh, Robert, of uh, uh, the process that started in 2014, you know, coming now with this particular bunch of players. So we were able to put together, and it was important for me also to look at the coaches that were part of the process. And... Naturally, you know, Coach Wendell was with me in Russia, Coach Cop was with Coach Molifi, you know, at N- in Niger and at the World Cup. So all this uh, uh goes well in terms of the synergy between the players and uh, the coaches. And the performance on Friday also reflected that, Robert. So coming to the talent, you know, players like Lyle Foster, you know, Luda Singh, Kamuelo Tewo uh, Tebu uh Atenko Sijala, who was written out, you know we we have to bring them back into the talent pipeline of uh, the national team and make sure that we progress them to bafana bafana they are very dynamic players very talented players players with a lot of youth international experience and uh, we always try to put the game plan that fits uh, the profile of the players so they always play to their strengths you know so uh, so far we considered one goal in four games sure. you know so and uh, i i lost count of how many goals we've scored up to now but we are a very, very uh, a team that wants to reflect the, uh, the DNA of South African players and the characteristics of South African players and try to instill a tactical discipline and technical understanding that make sure that we achieve success on the uh, continental and international stage. And I think we are on the right track in terms of that.
0: Well, if you're losing uh, count in terms of how many goals you're scoring, which means that you and I have a problem in terms of numbers, I was going to ask you one thing. And when you talk about project twenty twenty two. Remind me again, Coach David Notwan, Tokyo Olympics, when are they? Uh,
1: uh Tokyo Olympics is next year in July, uh, uh Robert.
0: And twenty twenty two, what is the big occasion?
1: Well Qatar.
0: Is this team that you're coaching now South Africa's potential World Cup team as opposed to Vision twenty twenty two?
1: Yeah, look, uh, uh, Robert, we, you know, with the previous coach, Stuart Baxter, we've always had engagements looking at the talent of the boys. Uh, now with Coach Mulifi who, as I indicated, started with some of the boys at under-17 level. So uh, uh, the drive actually behind this team now, you know, and we've said it from day one, that we have to fast-track some of their development. Some are not regulars in their, you know, club football at PSL level, some in NFT. So we have to really take care of this talent and ensure that come uh, uh, World Cup Qatar 2022, you know, if we deliver uh, half of them, we would have done a bit of justice on the talent that has been uh, exposed to international football from 2014. And uh, uh, we're working hard on that. Hence, you see, we're afforded opportunities in Kosafa and Chan to be able to expose this uh, young talent to a more senior competition. Yes, fair results, you know, disappointed not to have gone through in Chan. And, uh, yeah, you know, satisfied with the outcome of I even retained the plate final. But those were not the key outcomes we were looking for. Uh, Of course, we you know, we want to be on the golden side of things. But, however, that has helped us in terms of our preparation, as you see now that we qualified for for Egypt, Robert. So saying that, uh, I always say to them that, look, uh, maybe half of you will break through into the— or force your way into the, the, the team that will represent South Africa. In the world cup in qatar 2022 but there's also usa 2026 that we have to also put our eyes on so we're not short-sighted in terms of uh, how we spread this talent along so one hopes that a lot of them will graduate and maybe come 2026 uh, modestly, we'll have a very, very competitive Bafana team that can really showcase the talent of uh, of South African players on the world stage.
0: You mentioned one of my favourite players, Gift Links, and I, you know, I'd been raving about him as just being an automatic Bafana Bafana player. But then that is just me. At times, I'm just a normal, simple football fan who looks at football holistically and maybe has plans and ambitions internally of how I, would, I want to see my national team. What is the youngest player? that you have currently in your squad?
1: Uh, currently, Robert, uh, we've got Kobamello uh from the under-20, uh, previous under-20 World Cup, you know. Uh, we brought in also Kele, uh, uh, you know, and, and Lyle Foster, of course, is the youngest. Yeah. Uh, and we're trying to fast-track their development, so he's on the right track, yes, you know, In terms of where he is on the global stage, I think a reflection of what has happened with him moving from Monaco into Belgium starts to give us a sense of you know, where his development is. And we have to be patient, not to rush him, otherwise we might break him. He also has to manage his own expectations. So, uh, of course, we are happy that he'll get more playing time in Belgium. He's a very, very fantastic uh, young boy, but he still has a lot to learn. Uh, 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 from a football point of view, and hopefully we can help him mature quicker, you know. Uh, Robert, sometimes, yes, we take these boys to Europe, believing that the grass is green on the other side. Indeed, it looks green, but from a competitive element as well, from a technical element as well, when they come back, this is the information and data we collect uh, uh, to see how far off, you know, are they from the locals. And I must say that uh, a lot of our coaches on a technical level, the standard has, has gone up and higher. And uh, sometimes, you know, it negates our expectations of players coming from Europe from a technical point. We can match them. And I think uh, uh, the PSL is a platform that exposes the talent, the coaches, the tactical work that's being put in some of the players that are at home here reflecting the performance of the local players vis-a-vis uh, the players that are based in Europe. But overall, it's very, very good for the team. You mentioned Gif Links. We are happy that he's now graduating to Denmark, you know, signed a contract contract. Uh, with AGF, if I'm not mistaken, in Denmark. In Denmark so yeah. it augurs well. It augurs well for, 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 for these boys. And the more international exposure they get, it, it's very good for Bafana Bafana going into Qatar and going into the USA 2026.
0: You know what excites me, David Natoane, is just the fact you, you would you would be going to Safa House quite a lot. And you know the, these things that are parked there at Safa House and have been parked since 2010. You've seen them. What are they called? Those... That means of transport that's been parked at Safar House for years.
1: I don't know. Remind me, Robert. I don't. I don't go to Safar House <laughs> a lot because, as you know. My everyday commitments are with my Melissa Downs, and, and in between I'm juggling my trips to Suffer House.
0: There are those so buses. I'm, I'm
1: always on a rush into Suffer House for meetings, and I rush out. So I guess I miss a lot of uh, There are those
0: things. buses that have been parked there at Suffer House for many years, many, many years. I, don't, I actually don't know. I, we could have opened up spaza shops there, inside those buses, re, you know, removed the seats and sold hot dogs. You and I would have made a profit. But all I'm saying is that what excites me about this journey is the fact that our next level in terms of tier, which is the under 23, is now fully active, not parked like those buses at Safa House. And we can then start having dreams or imaginations or have aspirations of saying, guys, you know what, when Shakes was coaching, he might've been sitting in the grandstand, Kenny Jazzy was there that day, they played against Sabo Ronaldinho, and South Africa went and won that game. It was an under 23 game the days of Amat Lukluk. That is why I proudly still kind of call them that, although it is, you know, uh, yeah, sabotage the marketing side of things. But we'll deal with that on another day. All I'm saying, David, is that for me, the fact that you have an active team, that today I can sit and compliment you and your coaching staff for qualifying them for the Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt in November, means that there is a lot of work that you've had to do to dust it off, because this bus has been parked for a long time under 23 Project, you know this. Yeah. And for it to be able to gain such momentum now says to me that you're on the right track and you need all the support that you can get. What's your feeling now that you know that you're through to Egypt in November?
1: Yeah, Robert, uh, indeed, uh, you are right. You know, uh, uh, one picked up a team, uh, you know, that wasn't there in all honesty. And we built, uh, we put this team group of players together for a seven day qualifier against Angola. And uh, now that we've qualified for Egypt, we're still sitting without a sponsorship. And to achieve things uh, at international level, remember, you know, we're going in transit uh, in Egypt on our road to, to, to Tokyo. And uh, without sponsorship, uh, uh to this team robert it will be very very difficult uh, uh to go compete uh, uh on a fair equilibrium you know at the tokyo level olympic level a lot of countries you would know spend you know uh, millions of dollars on teams to make sure that uh, over four year cycles they prepare them to be equally equipped to compete at international level stages of the world cup and uh, olympics so one really hopes that uh, you know corporate south africa can seize the opportunity now to come on board and support uh, our SA Under-23 men's team. And similar to what we've seen with Banyana Banyana, you know, with Sasol uh, supporting them on their qualification for the World Cup uh, uh, previously. That is a very, very important step that is necessary for this team, uh, Robert, so that the programs that we put in place, the qualifiers, the tournaments we want to partake in, in we are able to have enough resources you know, to, to, to be able to uh, achieve our mandate eventually and um, mm-hmm. for 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 me personally and as a group is to go to the Olympics and do better than the previous uh, generations because they've set the benchmark so we have to raise that uh, a, a benchmark higher now you know going to the second round quarters, and I always say maybe I don't know our teams always goes to tournaments to go to the next round and and why not go there with a full belief and confidence that we can go win a, a tournament it's just a mental a psych that we need to put into the team from now going forward, and believing that we can go to Afcon and win Afcon. Why not? Mm. But with good preparation, you know, which involves resources, infrastructure, you know, uh, personnel, capacity. Uh, modern times, Robert, you'd know. You see, with you know, uh, strong teams have a bigger technical pool. You know, so if you can have two uh, conditioning trainers, two goalkeeper trainers, two analysts, why not? but you need resources. Safa needs resources to be able to afford us such opportunities to ensure that this highly talented group of players can really be uh, 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 invested into to ensure that the product that comes out and that is delivered to Coach Malifi uh, for Vafana Wafana. It's it's a complete uh, uh, product that is ready to you know compete at international level with the full confidence, with the full physical capacity, and with a full mental capacity to be able to Absorb the pressures that comes with playing against the Nile and the Ronaldos, mm. and those guys at that level. So you really need a lot of investment of money into the program.
0: David Antoine, I want to thank you so much indeed. And once again, congratulations on your achievement today. Again, history being made. Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt uh, in November, beckoning for the under-23s and you at the helm. Well done to you. Well done to the team. And thank you so much for chatting to us on MSW.
1: Robert, thank you very much. Let me also take one minute of your time really thank uh, the South African Football Association for the support, the technical department, the NEC, and South Africans, you know, for the belief, the faith they've shown in this team, the support. And also, of course, uh, to thank uh, the clubs, you know, PSL clubs, PSL uh, leadership uh, for their support as well, Robert. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm engaging with coaches, you know, on a regular basis to, you know, have players available, check on the players level of fitness and conditioning and all those aspects so behind the scenes there's been a lot of support and uh, i'm I'm really really happy to be south african i'm happy that we've made south africans uh, uh, proud and uh, we look forward to the continued support between the different stakeholders to ensure that this team reaches the levels that we expect of them and thank you and god bless you all
0: thank you so much david otwani